Welcome. This is episode six of the Story Life podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about the ups and downs and the heartfelt and sorrowful moments of uh, being a creative and specifically independent filmmakers. Today we're going to be talking about Alan's experiences in independent film distribution and marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm one of your hosts. Clinton Cornwell, independent filmmaker and head of the film department at Tennessee State University. And I'm your other host, Alan C. Gardner, the aforementioned Alan C. Gardner, whose experiences with all that stuff we'll be discussing. Uh, I'm also an independent filmmaker. This was a fun episode to to go back and listen to. There's a lot of a lot of uh, it was I, I enjoyed the, the the kid talk. And I, it's fun, too, for me, because I remember that time, like very, very, I mean, you know, very, very well, just uh, very vividly. Getting ready for River to be born. What Lyle was up to at that age. Good stuff, man. That's just a little preview of what's to come. Hope you all enjoy episode six of the Story Life podcast. Yay! I forget exactly what your goals were last time we talked. It's been two weeks now, I think. Just just to talk to you again, man. That's all. It, no, I'm just kidding. Um, um, but how, how have I, you been? How's your constructiveness been? Have you been getting your great. writing done? Um, yes. things like that. Man, the writing has been going really well. Um, I'm looking at, I'm going to have a draft of, of this play done definitely by the end of the month, maybe before Memorial Day. We'll see, but it's, it's coming along. Like I said, like, you know, I was very detailed with my, my notes and, and my treatment. Uh, I mean, the treatment itself was like 31 pages and that's just you know single space and just kind of everything written out so yeah i've been as i've been writing it like it's been yeah i got to the point where i was ready to actually you know start typing out the the play proper like it's all pretty much right there i just have to you know transcribe that treatment and find new you know nuances and whatnot but so no man it's i'm having a blast right now i'm i'm off and running because i've already done all the the real difficult work of like figuring out what the hell, <laughs> what, what is that? How am I going, you know, crafting like the, the character arcs and their relationship and the whole story. And like, you know, basically everything that they say in each scene, I've kind of already like worked that out. So now I'm getting to have fun, but just like, you know, kind of, like I said, like fleshing it out a little bit here and that like little tweaks, nuances, what have you. But yeah, dude, I'm, I'm thrilled. Like I've, you know, this is a, a story that I've been working on, here and there off and on for i mean like eight years so to be at this point with it is 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 exhilarating i think i mentioned this before too like you know i uh like two two and a half two and a half years ago i'd gotten about like i'd also you know i'd done a a very detailed treatment of it and i've been doing notes for a long time and just kind of working it all out breaking it all down and and i was on page like 50 something of the of the script but then I kind of like had this nagging feeling that it wasn't quite right. So I kind of had to like, I made myself kind of tear it all down and, and figure out what was working about it and what I wanted to retain. And then just kind of like rebuilt the whole thing in order to get it to be what it, it needed to be. And now yeah. that's what it is. And that's the, you know, the overwhelming feeling that I had, like, this is, this is the story that I've been, I've been chasing for so long. So great. That's, yeah. To that's be on the cusp of like having a draft that I can share with my producing partners, like, you know, uh, I'm thrilled. I can't wait to be able to do that. And like, you know, through the process, like I've written a couple of songs for it, which I've really enjoyed doing as well. Um, I'm looking forward to diving more into to all that with some other songs. But uh, but yeah. Well, what about you? I'm feeling good 
for the most part, like I'm getting a lot of writing done and a lot of like sustained focused creative energy. And so it's really right. fun kind of like exploring my own creative process. And I've been work, working writing wise on a bunch of different projects, uh, as you, I've been telling you, different short films and a feature film. And, and then I'm also at the same time kind of collaborating with a bunch of people, waiting for them to get back to me on various things they're doing on my other projects. Um, like working with a couple editors on a couple shorts that I have to finish and waiting for post sound and music for 12 months, you know. And so there's a lot of emails, a lot of a lot of like sort of tiptoeing through that space with those collaborators because we're in such a interesting time. I want stuff to get done, but also I know people are dealing with so many things during this time that it's uh, tough to really right. crack the whip, so to speak in too harsh of right. a manner that's been a challenge and and something that i'm approaching more gently for now just trying to you know continue to give people more space and just checking with people on a weekly basis so i know you're a very optimistic yeah. guy you're always trying to be optimistic and positive so but uh, i am i am let's get negative for a moment no, no, but not what? really let's no, get negative. but I like i can't <laughs> i'm just kidding yeah I mean, go ahead how are you like how are you dealing with that aspect of things in terms of like you're prepping these movies and stuff? How are you interfacing with with that sort of cocktail when working on your own things? Um, well, honestly, okay. So right now, when it comes to like thinking about rehearsals and production and all that, it's not really affecting. That's not really a concern for me right now, just because I'm so far out from like my plan with 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 Breaker Breaker, which I'm writing right now. We're gonna do that as a play first, and. I'm learning guitar for that. And I'm going to take vocal lessons for that. Um, so I've got a lot to do on that end. And then I know pre-production is going to take a while too. So I don't even plan on starting to rehearse that until early next year anyway. Mm -hmm. And then I basically want to stage it pretty much like a, a year from now. Yeah. And then do the movie right after. So at th because also the back half of this year, like, you know, our new baby is going to be born like end of July uh, is the, you know. Scheduled due date, July 27th. That's what's more on my mind as far as, like, you know, the hospital situation and, and thinking about all that and making sure, you know, my parents can come out here when they want to come visit in the fall and all that. Uh, when it comes to production, again, like the position I'm in right now, it's mostly writing on one, editing on another, and then locking down distribution and, and working on marketing for the others. So I'm fortunate in that any production plans for my own stuff are, are kind of a little ways off anyway. So that's not really affecting me right now. So what you're saying is you're you're sort of skirting straight down the middle of this thing in that really it's having no effect on your film plans just because things are either so immediate that you're able to deal with them or so far off that it's not really relevant yet. Yeah, exactly. You lucky Um bastard. Speaking of immediate stuff, I need to, to change my boy's poopy diaper real fast. So please, okay. please hold. Sure. <laughs> Be right back. This is the diaper change interlude. All right, I'm back. How's that baby? <laughs> Good. Less stinky now. He's gotten way into stickers recently. Um, and he gets a little upset when you pull him away from the stickers. Um, oh man. Yeah. He gets really intense at like, I can certainly recognize some traits in him. 
myself. Like he gets really intensive by like his projects and the way he likes to like, you know, organize things and the way he gets involved <laughs> with things. But no, my son's good. You know, he's whether he knows it or not, he's getting ready to be a big brother. I think maybe he has some sort of inkling of an idea. I mean, we read him a book called, you know, I'm about to be a big brother. <laughs> I just became a big brother. I think it's too uh, subtle you know, for him. Pretty, pretty you need to get some more on the nose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and he really likes that book. So, I mean, he definitely, I think, can tell that there's uh, something growing inside of Mama's tummy there. So, yeah. I think he'll be, he might still be in for a bit of a surprise. Um, but I think he'll adjust quite nicely. I think it's going to be really cool. Yeah, yeah. So, did you have anything particular you want to talk to talk about today? Bigger topic, man. Usually now, like when when we come in and, and do this, usually you've got something up your sleeve. So I don't even try. To. <laughs> You're like, here's what we're talking about. I'm like, oh, I thought we were gonna talk about this. You're like, no, we're talking. About- <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That no, was just one cute. time. Just one time. Though. I know. I'm jo- I'm joking. I'm joking. No, no, no. Well, also, we never we're never at a loss for for things to discuss. So I mean, do you have something in particular you want to talk about, or I can certainly think of something. Uh, you no, know no, I actually had some of... questions since since you oh, yeah, brought please. it up that's relevant to you. I think, I mean, this cool. is a very relevant topic just overall, but you, you were talking about calling up distributors for cold feet. Um, yeah. I have a bunch of questions about that. So what do you mean? Like, what yes. are you actually doing? Like, what is the physical process that you are doing? So, so what I've been doing is, I went through, so I compiled a list of distributors a couple years ago, and I reached out to them for Save Yourself. I updated that list, and I'm about to add some more to that list. But I uh, went through and updated the list, uh, took out, you know, invalid emails, and added some new ones, and blah, blah, blah. Went, basically, I, I go, th- I find like a list on, you know, somewhere through a Google search, and then I'll take those companies, and I'll go to IMDb, IMDb Pro and see which, you know, what email addresses are available for those companies. And then I make a list and then I just kind of, then I compose like an email, obviously, but you know, kind of like a a standard email that I send to to all of them. I put any links in there that I think are pertinent and I just go fishing and I go through all those email addresses that I compile, send them that email and then whoever bites, uh, you know, I start a, a correspondence with them. So this worked for Save Yourself? Honestly, with Save Yourself, we got we had some interest, but we wound up going with the company that released Being Awesome. Mm-hmm. And I think just, you know, in part, like, due to the nature of this film, we're already having some more interest a little more quickly with Cold Feet because it has that genre element to it, mm-hmm. I think, in part, you know? So, yeah, I mean, I've already talked to, like, I just started doing this, like, the end of last week, and I've already talked to two distributors who want the mo- who watched it and want it. That's pretty good on my end, of, <laughs> as far as my experience goes, uh, to have that interest, you know, pretty early on in the going fishing phase. If you will, yeah. going to send over their contracts and list of deliverables. And then, like I said, I'm going to reach out to more companies and just see how many, how much interest we can stir up. And obviously just figure out, you know, what the best fit is going to be. So, yeah, I'm excited about the ones I've talked to so far. Like, I'm excited about what they have to offer uh, each of them. So it's promising. It's definitely promising. We're in a good position right now with that. You haven't gotten any theatrical releases with any of these, right? So it's all just online stuff. So why? Yeah, essentially, we, the only theatrical runs we ever did, we did like um, for Act One a long time ago, and that was just in Memphis. We had a nice little local hometown theatrical run, but besides that, and then a little bit for Daylight Fades too. But yes, correct. It's all basically online and some like DVD and Blu-ray for Daylight Fades. 
So why not just do it yourself? No, that's a good question. I mean, well, okay, here's the thing. So we did it ourselves with We Got Lucky. And in part, there's a mixture of things. We kind of went with an aggregator that we didn't. So this is four years ago when we put We Got Lucky up there. Yeah. And because we had some distribution offers and there was one that we almost uh, went with, but then we ultimately decided we just, it just wasn't good enough. So us and our, we, uh, and our sales rep for that movie, uh, decided to kind of release it ourselves. Now, um, knowing what we know now, we would have gone through a different aggregator because mm-hmm. when yeah, that company got it up on those. Amazon, like for whatever reason, they didn't have like, their titles weren't going up on Amazon Prime. They were just going up on the Amazon for, for rental or purchase. They weren't available to stream for free with Prime. Mm-hmm. And so we're trying to rectify that now with We Got Lucky, where either that company is supposed to get it up onto Prime, our sales reps in the middle of talking to them about that, They're supposed, that's supposed to happen, or we're going to try going through, just start all over again with it and go through the company that released um, uh, Being Awesome and Save Yourself. So the the main reason, honestly, that we want, okay, we yes, we could ultimately do it ourselves. Honestly, though, at this point, I think we would, if we didn't go with one of these new distributors, so the company that released Save Yourself and Being Awesome, they're kind of like, honestly, I don't know, they're like some sort of distributor aggregator hybrid. Yeah. Um, I think the main difference is like with aggregators, you usually have to pay something up front. With this company, you don't. You just split everything 50-50. And they've gotten some good exposure for those two movies. So Through advertising? That's... I don't know, honestly. Through apparently, apparently they know how to work the algorithm or whatnot, or they know what they're doing with the poster they put up on Amazon Prime and when to release it and all that kind of all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff, right? Yeah. And getting it, helping to get it up onto like to Tubi and Vudu and stuff like that. Yeah, we. I mean, we could always go through that company again. They've been great with us. Um, but we're looking, you know, we're hoping to get a distributor behind it who can who will do like more in the way of of marketing it. Because honestly, like we have. S- and I mean, we have so many movies at this point and we're still struggling with trying to figure out how to, you know, how to market, honestly, like, you know, the best way to market these films. We need someone doing our social media marketing, but we just can't really afford anyone right now. But we're trying to, you know, got to find someone at some point relatively soon. Um, but we want a little more marketing muscle uh, behind the film. So, like, you know, if we can. So the main reason we wouldn't do it like, and we might still do it ourselves, but we probably go with. Ammo content, that company I was just talking about before we decided to do it ourselves because we think we'd have better, more success with them. I mean, just based on what has happened before. Yeah. Um, but we're looking for into these distributors because, you know, we're hoping to get someone with a good deal and some good marketing muscle who can help get the movie out there and to, you know, broaden our, our, our fan base more. We're looking to basically like step it up as far as our, the exposure goes. Yeah. Um, we want a company that can get it like onto like we could do it ourselves, like getting it onto, you know, Amazon and probably, you know, Google Play and iTunes and YouTube and all that, but you know, we want a company that can maybe get it up onto like uh Shutter or Showtime or, you know I mean who knows? Like maybe like whatever, like go at least try for like, you know, Hulu, Netflix, what have you. Uh these companies that we probably couldn't get to or at least not as readily get to on our own. So yeah, that's basically that's basically why. But at the end of the day, and this is you know the same reason we didn't sign with someone for we got lucky is like if we don't find a deal that we're satisfied with enough, then we just won't. Then we just won't do it. Then we would you know, uh, not go through one of those channels and and do it ourselves or or go through ammo. But so far the two deals we've been offered, I'm pretty happy with. So yeah, that's good. So you send out your like f- kind of form email basically, 
What do the responses look like typically? Oh, I mean, you know, they basically they'll say like, because in the email is the trailer. I kind of lead with that. I basically, you know, say who I am. Made, just made this movie. Looking for distribution. Here's the trailer. And then sometimes, you know, a little more information after that. Blah, blah, blah. If you want to see the movie, I'd be happy to send you like a link and password. And then the responses are usually some version of like, you know, if they want to see it, you know, that they really enjoy the trailer and they, yeah, they want to check out the whole thing. So, yeah, some variation of, of that. You get a lot of non-responses? Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for, I would say, like, you know, at least for us, I mean, I expect, like, the wide majority of the emails that I send out that we're not going to get a response. I mean, for me, it's like kind of playing the numbers game. Like, you know, I'm just going to I'm gonna go big and, and email as many people as possible. Um, because, yeah, you never know who you're going to hear back from. And for me, it's like anytime I hear back from anyone, I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Victory. Um, just yeah. a, just a response sometimes is like feels like a victory, um, but then to have them interested and then to have them want it is always you know exciting, of course. Uh, do you have do do you have a sales rep this time? Okay, so we don't this time. We might we have someone who we're considering, but I mean we're just kind of trying to see what we can do on our own. Mm-hmm. Um. And if we feel like we're, you know, if we feel like we could maybe do better with a sales rep, then we'll we'll bring this guy in. But right now, we do not. Um, okay. Because we're just trying to streamline things. If we if we can get a decent deal through a distributor directly, then we're just gonna we're just gonna do that with this one. Okay. All right. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, basically, it just comes down to like you know, we need to recoup as much as we can. And so if we can, you know, get a good deal without having to cut in anyone else, I mean, that's, you know, I got a lot of credit card debt from making this, <laughs> from making this movie. So, yeah, uh, yeah, the less of that, you know, of the pie that I have to give away, uh, the better. But, yeah. 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 Uh, do you do any of the sort of like coordinated marketing campaigns with the rest of your team when you guys are going up? We try like, uh, like. We need more of that. Like, I always, like, you know, I'll put together, like, a big Google Doc of, you know, all the things that we need to do, like, each week. And then, like, you know, Google Drive folder filled with, like, variety of media, or whether it's, like, you know, behind-the-scenes stills, production stills, trailers, clips from the movie, behind-the-scenes videos, stuff like that. But, I mean, what it comes down to, it's been hard for us so far to, like, kind of, like, follow through on all that, because it takes everyone kind of doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so... If one person's not doing it as much, and then we each have a lot of stuff going on, so it's really easy to fall off on that stuff. Yeah. But we're working on it, uh, on making more concerted effort on that front. Again, like, you know, I think each each project we definitely learn and, and grow, and we become more aware of what we need to do, and we make more strides in that direction. But we're ultimately going to need someone kind of running our social media at some point here, especially once Cold Feet's released. And then, you know, because then at that point, including Act One, we'll essentially have six movies that we need to, to market. When you have that, if we only had, if we had like one, it'd be a different story. We could kind of like, you know, it would still be difficult, but we could, you know, rally more and just push that one. But having to like, I mean, obviously we rally more like each new release. We have to rally more around that one and really push that one. Yeah. But it's tough, man. So, yeah, we need someone to kind of run point on that. And we need to make sure that we're all being like, you know, 
sticking to the plan and being accountable with what we need to do on our end as far as marketing goes. So yeah, I think with Cold Feet, we'll definitely have our most fruitful marketing campaign yet. And then I'm already, you know, thinking ahead to like with Breaker Breaker, I've already got like a lot of ideas for that, for how I want to promote that and things I want to do differently with that one, kind of like from the ground up as far as getting it out there goes and creating more awareness and putting more money and muscle behind the marketing. Yes. Thinking a lot about already about the marketing of, of that one. Especially since it'll be a play first, so we've got to, you know, market the shit out of the play. And then creating some buzz off of that that can then, like, be a springboard for the movie version. Whether yeah. that's in terms of financing and or just, you know, more exposure, more people who are, like, be aware of and ready for the movie to, to come out. Have any of your movies turned a profit for you, personally? No. no. Not yet. Okay. We Honestly, we really just... But honestly, like, money coming in from the movies, like, you know... Money outgoing, like towards the movies, has been going on for a long time. Money coming in didn't really start until, because like with Daylight Fades, that movie cost so much. Uh, like we wound up getting like an MG on that, but the movie cost so much. We had so many investors that we didn't really, we didn't personally like, see any money from it. Yeah. And then with we, so we got lucky when that came out four years ago. It's, it hasn't been on Amazon Prime. It's on these platforms, so it's been hard to get a lot of exposure for it. But then with Bad Bad Men, we started having some money coming in, you know, with the distributor we signed with, and it kind of, like, got some traction going on Amazon Prime. Not a ton, but it's been a pretty, like, consistent, like, every quarter we make about the same. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, the movie costs quite a bit. Not, like, an astronomical figure, but enough that, you know, it's going to take a while to recoup that. Yeah, but at least it's out there. And then being awesome, that kind of stepped things up more. Uh, like we we quickly made more from being awesome than we had from from Bad Bad Men, which had already been out for a while at that point. Uh, we kind of had like a big pop with being awesome and started getting a lot more exposure. And then that kind of like you know died off. But for a little while there, it was it was pretty good. And again, the movie's still out there, so the more exposure we can get for everything else, blah blah blah. And then yeah. Save Yourself has gotten some pretty decent traction too. And then Save Yourself also costs a lot less, so we could be looking at a profit for that one. That's a lot more likely. Because Being Awesome and Bad Bad Men both cost about the same. I mean, I'll go ahead and say, like, they're both like in the 70 grand range. 70 yeah, to 75 yeah, yeah. grand. That's the number that um, I put into my head when, when you said they were more expensive. I was like, for him? Yeah. Probably like 70 two, grand. Daylight Fades, Daylight Fades was like 200,000. So that's Damn. why that's a whole other tier. Yeah. Being awesome and Bad Bad Men and Cold Feet all cost, they're all within like the 70 to 75 grand range. Yeah. And then Save Yourself is more like 22 grand. Obviously, we stand a better chance of making a profit on Save Yourself. And then Baby Come Home, I mean, production, I mean, that was part of the point of that was to make it for as little as possible and to see what we could achieve for like next to nothing. And then, you know, once kind of like all posts and everything is factored in, that one will, pro- and then, because everyone worked for back end on that one. Yeah. Whereas the other ones, you know, because we, you know, paid everyone, it was much more traditional structure. But Baby Come Home, you know, it was a four day shoot. And that was kind of part of the deal. So anyway, we wound up doing that for like, you know, 1500. Yeah. Uh, and it'll probably be, wind up being like 2500 or 3000, like after all posts is done. So yeah, we're working on, I'm kind of like always rejiggering the model so that we can, we can make a profit from these. I mean, obviously, you know, or at least getting more like, you know, either continue, you know, continue to make them ourselves for like very, very low budget, you know, very, very low budgets or finding and or like, you know, finding more financing for like outside financing for the ones that are going to cost a little bit more. Yep. And just kind of like, you know, setting those up so that we can, you know, cause that's the way we're going to be able to keep doing it is like to be able to make our livelihood from is they have to like, obviously they have to be making more than they cost. I mean, either way, we're going to keep we're going to keep making our movies like one way or another. 
but ultimately, yeah. So we just kind of have to figure that out. Like, okay, how can they cost less <laughs> than than they make? Yeah. So yeah, we're kind yeah. of like you know trying a variety of ways. I mean, it sounds obvious, but at the same time, it's like that's what we yeah, that's the code we're trying to crack. And some of that is like you know reducing the budgets, and then also looking for outside financing. And some of that too it comes from more you know better marketing and aligning ourselves with distributors and sales reps and companies that can like you know get it out there more. Yeah. Like get something onto like you know onto Showtime or whatnot that we haven't been on before to get more exposure that way. So it's kind of like a balance of both of those things. Do you have like a following, would you say? I, w- I mean, I do. I, that's And again, that's kind of like a more newly, like we've always, you know, we've had fans of our work for a while, but like I would say when, and I started getting some of the, I mean, you know, I, would, I guess for me when I think of following, like the more people that I hear from, who I don't know, you know what I mean? The more people that I hear from, from across the country or around the world who reach out to me because they responded to one of our movies. And then at a certain point, like when you hear from enough of those people, it's like, oh, I guess I kind of do have a bit of a following, you know? I'm not saying it's like a massive following, but like I've heard from enough people at this point who now like anticipate what I do next that it's like, oh, okay, cool. Like, you know, I've got like these fans and they're, fucking lovely and it's exciting it's fun to like hear what they have to say about the work and like how it resonated with them so i would say like we're definitely developing a following and there are now people that like when i release something new like i'll read i I reach out to to let them know about it and i love like talking to those people and i love like you know i'm gonna keep growing that and expanding that that fan base give an email list no which is something we honestly obviously need to do. What I have right now is I have like a, a Google Doc. So many Google Docs, Clinton. So, so many. I have a Google <laughs> Doc of like basically where I heard from each of the like, you know, each fan kind of like listed out like where I heard from them, what they watched and like, you know, what our correspondence has been as far as like, you know, they wrote me this. I wrote them back, like whatever. Um, just to kind of keep track of it that way. But yeah, we need to just, yeah, get like an email list going as well. But yeah, because I, I would kind of hear from people from all kinds you know different like whether it's facebook and then sometimes you know people reach out to my personal profile sometimes it's my filmmaker one sometimes it's the one for that movie mm-hmm. so i have so many different facebook pages uh twitter same thing different twitter accounts instagram same thing different instagram accounts linkedin so on and so forth uh email so i just kind of try to keep track of like okay where am i hearing from each person so that i can i can get back in touch with them and, and let them know about the the new stuff yeah so, yeah, I'm really excited. I mean, about, about all that. I'm lucky to like, you know, each person that reach out, reaches out, it's like, wow, like it's really exciting. It's really exciting every time. And like, that's something that I never want to take for granted. There's so many avenues on the internet yeah, that you can take to uh, reach people. I know. Oh, well, I've got something to say. I watched, I watched the puffy chair. <laughs> nice. What did you think? Yeah, it was great. I, I mean, I loved it. Uh, and I could definitely see why it was impactful for for you and for so many people. And, you know, I could definitely say the roots of, like, you know, the Duplass Brothers work that, you know, I've seen. Because I'd never seen that, but I've seen a lot of stuff that they've done since then. No, man, it was, it, was, it, was, it was beautiful. It was really well done. I was very surprised by the ending. Too. All of a sudden, like, the ending happened. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and it was like, it was over. I'm like, fair, fair enough. Um, very lifelike, grounded finale there. I I loved it. I honestly enjoyed it uh, even more than than I thought I would. And I, I mean, I figured I would like it because I I love the Duplass brothers, but uh, it was very good. It's right, yeah. It was definitely you know I love that that vibe and that really grounded like you know comedy drama 
um, very character driven, dialogue driven deal. So yeah, man, yeah. I'm glad to have finally seen it. Thanks for taking the time. Oh yeah, of course. No, I, I've been meaning to see it for a while. I think the same day you mentioned it, like a new a new fan of ours, like a really great guy, like he mentioned it as well that same day. So I was like, okay, like that's a you know, I definitely need to watch this movie finally. So, yeah. Yeah. So what do you got going on over the next week? Plug it away at the at the script. Obviously, time with my wife and my son, and then you know she's got her next doctor's appointment on Friday, just the next checkup. So, you know, we're getting ready for gearing up for uh, the arrival. So we're going to start doing things like getting our go bag together and pre-registering at the hospital. Because, yeah, on Monday, she'll be 30 weeks along. So, you know, you have to really start uh, getting everything ready uh, in case, like, you know, something happens at a moment's notice. Wild man. I like to be prepared for all that. So, yeah. And then more, you know, reaching out to more distributors. Yeah. and then, well, this leads me to my question. And then my, my birthday is on Tuesday. And then I was going to ask you, how was your birthday? Your birthday is on Tuesday? Yeah. How old will you be turning, sir? I'll be 39. 39. Wow. Yeah. You're such a young buck yeah. still. <laughs> you got so much <laughs> life it. ahead of you, sir. I feel good. I do. I feel, I, I feel, I feel pretty, pretty great. I mean, right, right now, like, you know, this is the, my favorite time of my life thus far. So, yeah. Hey. <laughs> no, my birthday Can't was complain. good. I turned I turned thirty five. I was with my brother in uh, in Austin, Texas, on my birthday. I helped him uh, drive his car across country from L.A. and um, got to go see my first drive in movie at a little cool. drive in theater in Gatesville, Texas, which is where I'm basing my feature film on. So it was good to kind of like do that real research and. Uh, it was a great experience watching the movie and getting to hang out and play with my little nephew and stuff. And it's weird. Cool. I'm 35 now. I don't feel like I feel like in a lot of ways a kid. In a lot of ways older, but not sure. older, just better. Like I just feel better. Sure. <laughs> like a better person. Yeah. But I still feel like a kid in a lot of ways too. Like I, I feel like I'm just a young person. I have so much to experience in the world and so much to learn about the world. And it's a yeah. strange, strange feeling. Do you feel like an adult, Alan? <laughs> I do. I mean, like, you know, it's, I guess I, I'm trying to think, I mean, if I honestly like, even think in those terms, cause I, I guess more the, the terms I think in are more like, okay, my thing is always like, okay, how together do I have it? Like, as far as like with all my shit, like, am I on top of my shit? Like, am I on, on top of things? Am I doing right? Am I doing like, you know, am I handling things the way that I need to? I guess that's kind of how I gauge. I mean, I guess that that's being an adult. Or whatnot. I don't know. Um, I mean, I feel pretty, like, you know, overall, like, emotionally mature and sure-footed about who I am and what I'm doing. And, you know, I'm definitely, obviously, very, you know, married and have a kid, about to have two kids. So, I guess in those regards, yeah, I guess I feel like an adult, to put it in those <laughs> in those terms. But I still, you know, have all that youthful, like, you know, that passion and that clarity, of, you know, that I've always felt about about storytelling. Uh, but like you said, I, I kind of feel, you know, better in a lot of ways. I kind of feel more, you know, improved. <laughs> I kind of feel like, you know, I'm so much further along in, in so many ways than I was like a few years ago. Yeah. So, yeah. What about, so you you still kind of feel like a kid, but better, as you were saying? Yeah. Yeah. Is I that, just, um, yeah. I think maybe I just had bad models for what adults were, you know? 
I think uh, maybe media does this to to us a little bit in terms of portraying adulthood is like this dreary, yeah, depressing, yeah, specific space where you're like way, resenting, but... you're resenting everything you built up in your life, you know. And I've never, I've never felt that. I've, you know, maybe I'm I'm yeah. very lucky, maybe maybe very blessed. Uh, hashtag or whatever. Maybe I've just been um, fortunate enough to ha- not have to deal with any big traumatizing events right i feel like as my life goes on i like it i appreciate it more and more and i just want more of it yeah i'm the same way i yeah i guess it's like you know i feel like an adult but i don't feel old quote unquote like i feel uh <laughs> seasoned i feel wizened i feel yeah like you know i've learned some shit and that i'm yeah like i said i mean this is honestly my favorite time of my life i kind of feel like life continues to improve so yeah whatever label i were to slap on myself right now i would you know i'm, I'm pretty good with it so good. yeah and i'm good. really excited for everything ahead what uh, are you gonna do are, so how yeah, are you man. gonna celebrate your birthday well gonna have a lovely time with uh with chelsea and lyle and we're gonna do a little quick little road trip to sonic america's drive-in oh is that uh, your big indulgence Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I I love. I mean, I love a lot of fast food, but like, yeah. And I do, you know, pretty well these days. But like, restricting myself to like when I can have, I have like my cheat day and this, that, and the other. And then Sonic is one I don't get to have, you know, hardly ever because it's there's not one super close. Yeah. Uh, but we're gonna do that, and like, you know, oh, wait, wait, what do you, what's um, the order? What's the order at Sonic though? Tell me. I've never. I've been. Uh, I I Sonic. I was like, look at it. I'm like, I should give that another shot sometime. So what? What do you get? <laughs> well, honestly, I, I re- like. Because, you know, maybe I'll go like once a year, maybe twice a year. Uh, I'll kind of research, I have to research the menu again each time because they have like new items or this, that, and the other. But it's always some variation of, and I go big too. I go real big. Yeah. Um, but some variation of, you know, obviously like, a, you know, a cheeseburger and some tots and uh, usually probably like one of their, their hot dogs, like one of their conies or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's like some chicken fingers or sometimes you got um oh they used to have a frito pie that was really good but they don't have that anymore damn mm. it but regardless sometimes i just you know you want to get like a grilled cheese in the mix um sometimes it's like a breakfast burrito you want to get in the mix um but yeah and then like one of their drinks i get the ocean water usually and then some kind of milkshake so yeah i like it some like variation it. of of all those things that i that i, that I said yeah, I went. Um, on, I went yeah. for my favorite fast food on my birthday as well. I went. Uh, there was a Raising Cane's on the way to the movie theater and the drive-in theater. So cool. indulged. I've never in been there. I thought you. I thought you were going to say Whataburger. Um, uh, no, I haven't had Whataburger that many times. But Raising Cane's, man, I'm a big fried chicken guy. And, mm. I haven't done. I haven't done Raising. Oh, okay, cool. You know, right before, literally, right before we hopped on the phone, and this isn't that neat or coincidental, but right before you hopped on the phone, I'm. I'm writing a scene in which the characters are eating fried chicken. And then I paused it there because it was 3 o'clock. I got on the phone with you. And now here we are, and it turns out you love fried chicken. I'm just saying. Not to tempt you, but I think you might have a Raising Cane's within like 20 minutes of you. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, maybe I'll have to... You know, I'm jealous. They're too far for me. It's like a 40-minute drive or so for me. That's just... You can't... The math doesn't work out for fast food at that point. But for you... Yeah, I'll look into it. I'll look into it. What else? What else are you gonna do? So, I mean, honestly, I just want to you know be able to relax at home with with uh, Chelsea and Lyle as much as possible. Do the Sonic thing. 
Uh, I want to watch you know, my favorite show is Friday Night Lights. I'd love to watch an episode or two of that. Talk to family and friends, of course, like Face uh, FaceTime and all that good jazz. Um, read my my <laughs> my social media birthday wishes, um, and then watch a movie like that night. I think we're gonna watch Moneyball. I think I'm due for another uh, viewing of Moneyball. Um, <laughs> nice. That's one of my favorite movies. Uh, but yeah, man, just have a nice a nice day with uh at home and try not to like that's kind of my thing. Like just try not to stress about anything. Yeah. Really. Give yourself a day off. Any sources of stress just like out of my mind and just kind of uh Yeah. Enjoy the time. With the that my sounds loved like ones. a good plan, man. That sounds like a real good plan. Yeah, dude. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. Well, I'm about to have to hop off. Yeah. Uh so how we how do we want to wrap this up here? I think we're good. I think we're just let's just end the conversation. Just say goodbye. Let's just stop talking now. Put your stuff on get um, your stuff uploaded, put it on Google Drive. Other than that, I'll talk to you in like a week. Have a great birthday. Okay, sounds good. All right, All right buddy. You have a good Thanks, week Alan. too. I'll talk to you soon. I'll see you. Bye. Later, man. All right, there we have it. Episode six. Good stuff, man. I, I love a recurring theme I'm noticing uh with each episode I listen to is you trying to 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 push the negativity a little bit. You're trying to get me to to uh Mr. Positivity, I believe you uh you start calling me and try <laughs> trying to get me to bring a little bit more uh cynicism and negativity, which you know that's just that's just that's just not me. But uh I love I love hearing you try. I love hearing you try to pull it out of me. Um, well, I, and then, like I said, I enjoy and I enjoy your positivity, but I also want truth. And you know, no, the truth is it has positivity and negativity 100%. in it. So we, 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 I'm always aiming for more. And I'm all you're about. Like the, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. You're like the happy. You're like the giant happy elephant on one ed, <laughs> on one side of the scale. Yes, and I, I need am. to be the the big. The, I know. I need to be this equally giant sad elephant on the other side of the scale <laughs> to balance it out. No, I love it. I think it's great. I'm just. I love like it's fun like noticing those those recurring themes like as we listen to more episodes and also like as you know like i'm all about talking about things that make me sad make me mad what have you but it all kind of gets filtered through my uh you know uh again quote unquote mr positivity uh outlook mindset uh perspective well thank you, you for being willing to you know let me prod and poke at you yeah. and dig into all of the maybe not fun parts absolutely of so and i thank, appreciate thank you for no, of course. I'm all for it. And thank you for trying to drag me down. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I love the dynamic. All right, folks. Uh, yeah, that about wraps it up for episode six. Thanks for checking it out. Uh, you can contact us at wearestorylife at gmail.com. Also, please check out our website, wearestorylife.com, where you'll find more information about us and what we do, as well as links to our Patreon and social media pages. I've been Clinton Cornwell. You can follow me on all of the social things just by searching on my name, C-L-I-N-T-O-N-C-O-R-N-W-E-L-L. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, now TikTok as well. That's new. And Vimeo at Alan C. Gardner, A-L-L-E-N-C-G-A-R-D-N-E-R. And on Instagram at Alan C. Gardner Movies. Also, Cold Feet is available on Amazon Prime, the Roku channel, Google Play, and YouTube. And some of my other movies are available on several platforms, including Being Awesome, Save Yourself, and Act One on Tubi. And we got Lucky and Bad Bad Man on Amazon. 
Thanks to you, our editor, Mr. Mike Manmez, for his wonderful work. And all, like, we're so lucky to have him. We're so lucky to have you, we Mike. Are. Thanks for being a yes. part of this. And also, a, you know, big shout out to all of our friends and family and support systems that allow us to, to do the work that we do. Yes. Thank you, guys. Uh, we have many more episodes coming up, so please subscribe and join us next week. Once again, this has been Clinton Cornwall. And Alan C. Gardner. With Story Life Podcast. Have a good one. Take care. Boom. Killed it. Maybe. Who knows? But that was good enough. <laughs> All right. I think he should. I think I think that should be the very end of the episode. After the outro, as Mike just tosses in, boom, killed it, maybe. But that was good enough. I think it would be a great, uh, <laughs> a great tag at the very, very end. <laughs> <laughs>